0: There once was a mouse who lived in a farmhouse. He would mind his own business, just come out at night and find some food to eat. But one day, it all changed. An Amazon truck pulled up with a package, and he's peeking through out through his hole and he sees they're opening up the package and they're all excited. There's a mouse trap. And he hears them saying, "Oh, tonight we're going to get this mouse once and for all. Trap it in the mouse trap and good riddance." The mouse heard that Oh, he was devastated. He's like, "Oh no, it's all coming to an end." So he goes outside and he finds Mr. Chicken, and he says, "Chicken, did you hear something terrible, catastrophic is happening? There's a mouse trap. My end is near. We have to do something about it." And the mouse looks for some comfort, comforting words from the chicken, but the chicken says, "That's a mouse problem, not a chicken problem. Doesn't pertain to me." I don't go into the house, and I wouldn't step on that trap anyways, because I'm not interested in hiding along the corners of the house. This is a mouse trap. It's your problem. Don't bring your problems to me. The mouse continues on, and he sees the cow, and he says, "Cow, did you hear the world's coming to an end? They have a mouse trap. I'm devastated." And the mouse says, "The, the uh, cow says, "That's not my problem. I don't go in the house. The mouse won't affect me. The trap won't affect me. It affects you, and therefore." I am going to mind my own business and not worry about what's going on with you. It doesn't pertain to me. The mouse tries to find comfort from somewhere, maybe the horse. And he goes to the horse, and the horse is like, "Mouse trap, doesn't have to affect me. It's you, whatever. It's not my problem. I'm going to keep living my life. And the mouse, all alone, without anybody supporting him, goes back to his hole and is hoping that this trap won't come after him. That night, he was really careful. He didn't leave his hole in the wall. And he watched and watched. And then suddenly, he heard, bang! The mouse trap was activated. He's like, wait, wait, wait. I'm the only mouse living here. What happened? And then he hears the, um, the, uh, the, the, the missus coming, coming out of her room saying, oh, no. I mean, oh, great. We got the mouse. Let me throw it in the garbage. She comes closer to the mouse. But there's a snake that got caught in the trap. It wasn't a mouse that got caught. It was a snake. But she didn't know it was a snake. As she picks up the mouse trap, this snake, venomous snake, gives her a bite. And she falls ill. The, the farmer wakes up. And he hears his wife screaming in pain. And he realizes she needs help quickly. He tries to calm her and warm her. And then he knows what he needs to do. He has to make her chicken soup. He goes outside. He finds Mr. Chicken... And Mrs. Chicken. And he makes a delicious chicken soup for his wife. And then a few weeks go by. She's not getting better. He has to take her to the hospital. He puts her, he, he uh, loads his wagon, attaches the horse, travels to the hospital. And he spends a few long weeks with his wife in the hospital at her bedside, hoping she would get better. And during that time, he paid no attention to the horse because he was so concerned about his wife. And the horse wasn't fed, and the horse died of starvation. And back, he goes back to the farm without his horse, without his wife, because his wife also died. And many, many people come to comfort him. They come for the funeral, and he has to feed all these people. They need food. And sure enough, the cow was slaughtered so that he can feed everybody steaks, in honor of them coming to visit him, and the mouse watched all of that. Watched how the chicken, who said the mouse trap doesn't pertain to me, the cow said the same thing. The the horse said the same thing, that the mouse trap doesn't pertain to them. But boy, it did pertain to them in the end, as we're all interconnected. The midrash asks a puzzling question. There were two great great kings of Israel. There was King David. And King Achav, King David was a good king. We um, remember him and we say, David, Melech, Yisrael, Chai K'ayam, the great, great king, King David. And then there was the evil, wicked, wicked king, King Achav, the king of Israel, who um, strayed from the ways of God and was punished and seemed to be a terrible, terrible king. So the Medrash asks, when King David went to battle, it's recorded that some of his soldiers would die. And when King Acha went to battle, he was victorious. And he came back from battle successfully without his soldiers losing their lives. So what's going on? Shouldn't the righteous King David be more successful? And the, the uh, Midrash answers that King David, the Jewish people were not united. There they, they they were traitors. There were people who didn't fully support each other. And for that reason, they weren't always fully successful. However, King Ahav, even though he was wicked, even though he worshipped idols, the Jewish people at that time, the, the Israelites, cared about each other. And how do we know that? We know that King Ahav's right-hand man, the man who was responsible for his house, his chief of staff, his name was Avadyahu. And Ovadia, um, was a God-fearing man and when King Ahab and his wife, Izevil, tried wiping out the Nevi'eh Hashem, the prophets, he took a hundred of them and he hid them in a cave. He risked his life to save them. And he would bring them food every single day to feed them. And he would steal the food from Ahab's kitchen to be able to feed these prophets so that prophecy can continue. And... The, it's obvious that somebody's stealing a hundred meals during the time of famine, when food is scarce. There's not a lot of food, and still, the, a lot of food is disappearing from the king's kitchen. Obviously, somebody is going to tell. Somebody's going to snitch on a vadya, because how can he get away with this? And because the people were united and they didn't turn on each other, that's why they were saved. We read in this week's parsha, parsha Noach, the story of the mabul, of the flood, and the destruction. And we also read about the Tower of Bavel. And Chazal teach us that the um, people who were destroyed in the flood, they have no place in the world to come. But the people who built the, um, the Tower of Bavel, they do, because they united together. They were one. During this time, it is so important for us to show support to each other and to be united and stand strong. Am Yisrael Chai.